Hello everybody. This is Lavanya and you're listening to another episode of the Full Time Show. The game that we're going to be reviewing tonight has been a game that Ashin Mansi and I have been talking about for quite a while the entire of last week because we toted this to be um a repeat of last year's final, two strong teams, very high profile names and a lot of expectations riding on both these teams coming into the game. But I think what we got was just like a, a bucket of water just thrown at our faces because it was a very anticlimactic end. to a match that we really expected a lot of fireworks from uh, FC Goa took on Bengaluru FC at the Farmers Home Ground and at least i think until the fag end of the match we wouldn't blame you if you thought Bengaluru would walk away with that win but then there came coro to like ruin everybody's party there so from this game we've got a lot to get into so without wasting too much time let's just get straight into the analysis of this match shall we Ashin and Mansi, it's lovely to have you guys back for another episode of the Full Time Show. Ashin, firstly, you've been missing in action yesterday. How was your Diwali? My Diwali was quite normal. Uh, I think I managed to catch up on some sleep, some much-needed sleep. But I think I'm still like reeling from some partying from Saturday night's exploits. Ah, uh, <laughs> fair enough. Did you catch you up on the episode of the podcast you missed? Yeah, I did uh, listen to the po- podcast from last night, and. Uh, from what i heard it it was better to listen to the podcast rather than watching the full 90 minutes where there were no <laughs> goals scored right fair yeah. enough that's what we seek to do every single day yes. that's what anyway. we're going to do exactly so anyway let's get into the game so bengaluru was the better side isn't it so what did you sort of make of the match itself what what were your takeaways from this game for both teams coming into the match i thought uh, goa would be the better side because like you mentioned they were the lively team momentum momentum as momentum. well right and also from the performance which was there in the first match for both the teams uh, goa looked better also coming into the match since they had jahu coming into the defensive mid uh, it seemed like he's going to pull the strings which he did and considering that uh, bengaluru had an unchanged 11 from their draw against north east united i expected the tactics to be more or less the same but it was different because bengaluru was trying to press goa which they did very well for about 15 20 minutes and also they came close to scoring somewhere just before the break when lenny sorry when uh, semilen dungil had to head away an effort from a corner kick so i think uh, in the first half it was uh, although it was a 0-0 score at the break uh, bengaluru seemed the better side mainly because they were executing their tactics very well which was to keep pressing goa and apart from that i think even in terms of ball possession and in terms of attacking uh, bengaluru seemed better than what they had done in the previous match i felt that like goa probably were still like lingering over their pa- past few defeats against uh, bengaluru fc because they've lost four the last four matches against bengaluru fc and uh, that sort of plays with your head a little bit isn't it when you come it might because and also they considering they lost the final against uh, bengaluru and last last season all three matches they lost to them mm-hmm. and i think they only managed to score once against them they had lost the final also against fc goa and uh, it just felt like right from the kick off even though the both teams were coming starting in a similar footing in a way both had like four foreigners each and i i just felt like goa lacked the rhythm 
in terms of uh, how they wanted to play and bengaluru were doing that well by disrupting uh, fc goa's natural style of play maybe because jackie chand was not in the lineup he was on bench because they had to bring in jahu i for one thought that uh, instead of bringing instead of not including jackie may, maybe they could have left out dungal although he had a decent yeah game. i agree uh, i feel jackie chand is a better player uh, considering how they he played uh, in so sergio lobera system last year as well last year as well and e- even in the first game he had a pretty good game uh, it just didn't make sense for uh, me to like see, uh, see that uh, dungal was preferred over jackie chan what did you think of that yeah because jackie is a player who helps in setting up the attacks whereas dungal is someone they look as a target man or someone to finish off the chances so in that way i think maybe if jackie would have been there in the first half goa would have uh, created more chances because they seemed to, to to be just defending what uh, the bengaluru attack had for them and uh, jackie came on i think in the 70th minute or so and it was he was decent so although he makes an impact coming off the bench it's better to include him in the 11 is what i thought but anyway going into the second half we had a goal in the 62nd minute which was I mean it was a good a very good clinical finish from Udanta but it started off because it was a defensive error from Mandar and uh, Fall. So I mean in the last podcast we were discussing that uh, Udanta has mm. not been finishing off his chances so what do you think what did you make of his finish it was I, in a way kind of like made up for some of the mistakes or like the lack of finishing he has had so far in the national team as well and bengaluru fc in the last game i mean the way he took the uh, ball with the control he uh, flicked it over falls head i guess and yes. then he uh, and then he he just composed himself he didn't like uh, he, he wasn't he wasn't time. flustered in front of goal and it was a calmly slotted finish with his left foot that was weaker foot as well and it was a very good goal which was it was set up very well as well we mm. saw the replay it was gulpreet who had this long ball and then their uh, new recruit on who flicked it so chip the ball to the strikers chest <laughs> <laughs> made famous if, if you know you know <laughs> but then uh, immediately after the goal i think fall had this uh, uh, chance where he headed the ball but it fell just short of the goal so which meant that goa bounced back they tried to come back with an answer immediately also in the 69th minute uh, uh, bengaluru actually came close to scoring the second goal it was udanta again who was involved in the goal he, he passed it to chetri yeah he passed it to chetri in the box but then uh, seretin came to the rescue and i would like to talk about seretin here because he was pretty uh, influential player in their last match itself and also today because apart from the defensive duties which has been which he has been doing very well he was also involved in a few attacking plays where uh, he was trying to pass the ball from the back and also on a few occasions he was making use of the space so i think seretin might end up being the unsung hero for goa and it's good to see because he is a local guy good. so you're talking about unsung heroes and you're talking about people who sort of fit the bill isn't it like udanta there was a lot riding on him and he's finally got a goal to his name and everything mm-hmm. but what about people who are now going to face a little bit of heat because of conceding that one goal what about ashik what do you, what do you make of how he sort of played what that, it's just unfortunate that that penalty even came up and koro sort of absolutely made use of that opportunity to level scores but your thoughts on ashik ashik was somebody who really impressed you i remember in yeah. his first and game because more than that like 
it was interesting to see that he was being tried in a different position considering he previously has not had a, that experience of playing in a left back but right. But uh, that was that maybe he's undoing here. Harsh lesson for him today, considering playing in against one of the top teams in the dying minute, he made a small error. So yeah, it was a small error even I think so because just before he gave away the penalty, he had a good game going on for mm. him. It was a clean sheet until then for uh, Bengaluru. But then again, he's new into this role. Maybe he's going to take time into this if he's made to continue with the same response. Do you think he should? I think if now considering that it's been two matches and Bengaluru has had only one goal and Bengaluru is a side which you see on paper has such attacking yeah. power <laughs> I think if you play Ashik in the role that he prefers you're going to get better result but of course the coach knows better so let's see if Ashik is going to continue playing in that uh left back role yeah, we'll have to see also now uh, the ISL league winner will have Uh, a spot in the AFC Champions League playoff so we'll have to see whether Carlos Kodrat will stick or twist with this uh, experiment he's been having with Ashik right yeah so i mean it's Because better than every a- point is now it will be crucial which wasn't the case in previous seasons right you just have to finish in the top 4 also one stat here is that Ferran Coraminas has scored against Bengaluru uh, since the start of ISL 2017 so he scored in the first match he played against bengaluru that was hat trick at home but since then he hasn't scored yeah when we are talking about goals udanta scored his first away goal for bengaluru at right searching a bit turns out he's never scored away f- away from home for bengaluru even in i league when he scored uh, that was at home and all of his goals have come at the kantirava so first away goal from him which is good but also yeah. makes you question why has he scored until now away from home Anyway, for Goa though, I think they are now at the top of the table, which is good. They would be happy to take away a point, literally at death in the yeah. last final few minutes. Mm-hmm. And for Bengaluru, they have to start scoring goals. If you consider the rivalry part in this, and considering that these are the two most entertaining and pro- prolific sides in the mm-hmm. contest, maybe it was a bit underwhelming. Although I had my share of fun, I would say, especially towards the end. Oh, towards the end when the penalty was taken and uh, the re- from the restart, right? Yeah, they yeah, everyone thought that the whistle was blown and the match had ended, and then suddenly you see, you look at the TV screen again. People are coming back on the field to play. Yeah, I mean, like the players had stopped uh, running; they were just like walking <laughs> around. And then the referee calls them again. You know what? Let's just like play for thirty more seconds. <laughs> Which where like Goa could have sneaked away with the yes, win, right? Yes. Yeah. They. Uh, I think it was Lenny. Oh, sorry. It was uh, Samuel and Dungil who came close to scoring the header. It with the ja- Jackie Chan's cross. I think Manveer and Len both of them were going for the header. They came very close. Had that gone in. Len actually, if he had directed it better, I just felt like he could have directed that better. He just like. Or maybe the chance. players were not ready that they they thought it was actually over. <laughs> Then suddenly you tell them, okay, guys, it's not yeah, over. You play for thirty seconds. Nonetheless, good result for Goa. Bengaluru, uh, we can't. I think that that's the kind of drama which which this game kind of needed. I guess if they managed to score in the ninetieth minute, imagine having two goals scored in the end to overturn the result. So that was all from our review of the FC Goa versus Bengaluru FC game. We definitely expected more fireworks, but hopefully that's something that the teams have reserved for the next time that they meet each other at the Kantirava Stadium. But that's for another day. The next game of the Indian Super League will see Jamshedpur FC taking on a slightly battered Hyderabad FC squad. That 5-0 loss 
cannot be easy to deal with but i'm sure hyderabad's going to go into this game with a point to prove considering they haven't got off to a winning start at all on the travel again so another tough game for exactly. them exactly yeah so anyway as much practice as possible before they get home isn't it yeah. fair enough all right so all you guys need to do for now i mean we're doing all the heavy lifting we're bringing you all of these games every day but all you need to do is get on do not make that face okay we are doing the heavy <laughs> lifting <laughs> just because we're talking that doesn't mean this is an easy job so all you need to be doing is you need to just go on to whichever platform it is that you listen to your podcasts on and follow the full time show to keep up with every single match of the ISL every single day we have no holidays here so rest assured around midday every day you will find us droning about the games of the day throughout the duration of this league so anyway it's time for us to say goodbye please join us for our next episode where we will be reviewing jamshedpur fc versus hyderabad but until then it's goodbye from all of us here at sportstar bye bye